accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. <laughs> and I'm Bell. Yeah, I'm, I'm still not used to it. I'm still not used to being back, man. I'm, I'm I, not. It, well, I mean, you, you, you've hampered yourself in the show notes by highlighting the part that you highlighted for the 90s show and then yeah. not unhighlighting it before we return doing the regular yeah. show. But, see, but you know what's <laughs> going to happen the second, the second that I unhighlight like the, the, the classic 90s series, like intro guidelines, that's when we're going to be officially kind of confirmed for when the break happens, which by the way, we need to start off the top of the show by me acknowledging uh, that I was wrong. Last week, I said that uh, after episode three, we were likely going to go on a hiatus. I was completely wrong. Episode four, we do have a release date for, which is March 23rd. So we do not yet know when that hiatus is coming, but I do think it's safe to say a hiatus will come that will be a very kind of COVID-inspired hiatus more so than like a release, you know, like competing with other things on television. You know what I mean? Well, but I mean, that that is that is a hiatus. March 23rd? Uh, No, because we're... No, no, no. That's when March... Episode 4 comes out. So we've got... Oh, oh we got, yeah. We got episode 3, which is going to be on the 17th. That's Wait, correct. Yeah, no, sorry. no, not, not the 17th. The 16th. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so okay, okay. We're rocking and rolling. We're rocking yeah. and rolling. At we, least we got, episode yeah. 4. We yeah. have release dates for, so again... Uh, I was wrong. I wanted. I want to admit that some people actually kind of called me out on like, where's that coming from? And I was like, well, we don't have a release date. And it just makes sense to me that that was the case. So if, if I put that out last week and you took that as gospel, that was more of my opinion, not necessarily any kind of fact. So occasionally on the show, we share our opinions. And, uh, and so I'm sorry if I misconstrued that, but I was wrong. Episode four does have a release date. It is March 23rd. We do not yet know when that break is happening, but as soon as we do know, we will let you know, because that's what we do here at Flash TV Talk. And man, we have got quite the episode to talk about, but before we can, I want to let all the folks over at patreon.com slash TV Talk know that we are very appreciative for their support of this show. We would not be able to do this. We would not be able to bring you the classic reviews that we were able to, to kind of get us through that COVID season. We would not be able to even be joining you right now to talk about a monumental, an epic, a, a incredible episode of The Flash that we're about to buy into. Wouldn't happen without the direct support from our patrons over at patreon.com slash TV Talk. So head over there, become part of our Discord, get some great benefits uh, for supporting the show. And again, that is patreon.com slash TV talk. And yeah, man, we've got a big one this week. Are you ready to do it? Uh, let's do it. All right, man. Let's dive into the rundown. The, the rundown. rundown. Episode two of season seven, The Speed of Thought, directed by Alexandra LaRoche and written by Jonathan Butler and Gabriel Garza. Bell, what happened to this episode? Well, after mourning the loss of Nash and the Wellses, Barry and Sisko work on a solution to save Iris, Camilla, and Singh by opening a portal to the Mirrorverse. Meanwhile, in the Mirrorverse, Iris plans a rendezvous with Camilla and Singh. Barry's return speed from the Artificial Speed Force gives him speed thinking, resulting in him being able to predict outcomes, but at the cost of his emotions. In the process, he exposes Ava as a mere duplicate in the middle of a live television broadcast, forcing her to flee. When Barry decides to prioritize saving Iris while disregarding the others, Sisko, Frost, and Allegra team up to stop him, but fail. In the Mirrorverse, Camilla and Singh start having seizures since they were sent there with the mirror gun. Barry opens the portal, forcing Iris to come through and leaves Singh and Kamala behind. However, after coming through the portal, Iris starts having seizures. 
After Barry realizes he has endangered his friends and wife by relying on his speed thinking to stop Ava, he disables the artificial speed force, putting him back to having his speed in danger of depleting. Elsewhere, Ava decides to replace all of Central City with the mirrored duplicates and starts by replacing CCPD officer Daisy Korber. Flashback to 20 years ago, Eobard Thawne replaces the original Harrison Wells and kills him, placing his body in a grave. However, mysteriously, Wells rematerializes and is now alive, standing on the top of his own grave. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> See, that, that, that's a good, that, that, that's a very good yeah, yeah. dun, dun, dun moment right there. Like, that was, <laughs> takes you back. You know, premier dun, dun, dun moment of like the, the, the series almost. Yeah, no, that was, that was a good one, man. But the, look, the, it, it is easy. And, and almost desirable, if I may, for us to dive straight into the speedster speculation because of there were so many cliffhangers that we got at the end of this episode. And, you know, you do get that feeling of so much being packed into a couple of different episodes, man. You know, for one thing, we have to remember that the way last season was handled was they condensed it down to essentially like three graphic novels, right? Or, or maybe you could say two graphic novels and a special because you had everything that came before Crisis and then you had Crisis, and then you had everything that came after Crisis. And in this episode, we started to see them diving in and kind of pulling some elements out and kind of referencing some elements from the first part of season six. Uh, and so you, you do kind of see that melding together, but there is an additional energy that came with this style of storytelling. Because of COVID, man, we don't really know what their philosophy is going into season seven beyond just needing to kind of wrap up what you know, what was last season and kind of these early episodes and then setting up what will be for the, you know, at least the immediate future. That being said, man, there was so much like, mm, man, mm, oh, mm. It's, I, I just, it's a single bite. You can just, you get like, you just get full off a single. It's like Lambus bread from the hobbits, you know, from the Lord of the Rings, man. You, you eat a bite of it. It'll fill up your tummy. There's a lot going on here. And so we're going to get to the speedster speculation and we will get there. I promise. But let's dive into this because there's so much to do. Let, let, let's 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 first talk talk about this whole um, uh, super speed thinking that Barry has kind of unlocked through the uh, ASF ASF artificial yeah ASF yeah ASF yeah. yeah so one of the things I, I don't know if you got this, but you know I, I wouldn't call myself a fan of the Big Bang Theory, but I'm you know I, I have a pulse. I am alive, and I'm an American. Uh, white geek, you know, like I, I'm aware that Big Bang Theory exists, right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm aware of of this show. Here, I wish I was aware. <laughs> I wish I wasn't right, aware. Exactly, it exactly. So I'm not a fan <laughs> of it, but I'm aware of it. I've seen several episodes. I mean, it's in the syndication because there's a thousand of them. And and if there's one thing you get very quickly from that show, the character of Sheldon Cooper is a huge fan of the Flash, and and sometimes pretends to be the Flash. Here's the thing. I kind of feel like we saw the Flash pretending to be Sheldon Cooper for the first half of this episode. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's talk about that because I, you know, I, I, I didn't get to watch the episode live, um, so I, I had to watch it on the CW app, which took me a while because there's a weird issue with it where I couldn't watch the last 15 minutes of the show. But anyway, um, I finally watched everything. But like that night where it came out, I saw some spoilers on Twitter about the uh, um, speed thinking. Right. You know, it wasn't like massive. It was just like, oh, like, you know, speed thinking confirmed. And like, you know, you know, the panel from the comic page was kind of like, you know, was, was talking about it and stuff. And um, the, the the thought that I had about it was, you know, OK, cool. It's going to be Barry speed thinking, but it's going to be Barry who can just think fast. Right. Yeah. And that wasn't what no we got. Way. 
like I, I'm not. I, I think I think Grant did a great job portraying this version of what they were trying to represent with speed thinking about how like it, for some reason it, it, speed thinking turns you into some emotionalist you know logic monster, and I, I don't know. Like I just I. I didn't really? like that. I didn't. I didn't like. I didn't like the speed. Like, for why? Why did? Why does everyone all of a sudden they become you know smart? Have no, to be this no, 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 you know no, no, emotionless no. Okay, jerk. Okay. I get. I get that. I get that pushback, man. I really do. It is kind of that. Uh, it's it's almost like a trope, almost stereotype of kind of that nerdy intellectual again Sheldon Cooper esque kind of portrayal of this. Oh, they're smart, so they're awkward, and and that sort of thing. But no, I I feel like the way they explained it you know, actually made a lot of sense. Cisco references the fact that the idea of constructing a speed force, uh, the way that that Eobard was able to do it and control it had everything to do with emotion. So there is not just the science element of it. There is this kind of spiritual, there is kind of this emotional aspect of things. And for in order to um, access, to contain, to utilize the negative speed force, it requires negative emotion. Like there has to be that. They didn't want Barry to turn to the dark side, if you will. They didn't want him to have to like tap into that. So what Cisco did is like, okay, well, we're just going to suppress emotion. We're going to completely remove that aspect of things in order for you to engage with the speed force. And it's like, you know, it's one of those things is you give energy, you get energy. That's what ends up happening here. So he connects to the artificial speed force, but because he is doing so because Cisco has put those parameters around like no emotion. It's shutting down his emotion. So not only is he able to get really smart, which is kind of like a fun new power. It's also that he, he can't, he literally can't tap into his emotion. Well, no, hold on. Like it was, that was an unintended side effect. Like, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right about like, you know, the, the negative speed force required negative emotions and Cisco wanted to prevent that. So what he did is he, he put like a, 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 like a, he replaced it like a neutral argon OMG science right, thing, right? right? right. And it's OMG speed force, but yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the unintended consequence from that was that Barry lost his emotions, right? Like that. It, it wasn't like it. it uh, Cisco wasn't trying to devise a way to like, oh, we'll just sever emotions. It's like we're going to put this in there instead of negative right. emotions, and the unintended consequence. Well, no, was okay, he lost so so emotions. it wasn't intentional, but the the reality is it, it happened. So it's not. I right. didn't see it from that trope of like, oh, he's smart and therefore he's a jack. You know, like I know I didn't I didn't see it from that standpoint. I, I saw it entirely well, as like, oh no, this actually this tracks. It may not have been the intended purpose, but it does make sense. But but I mean, like, look at Spock. Like Spock's a logical uh-huh. being, and and even Spock will be like, you know, when when they're commenting on a plan or something like that. Like Kirk's like, hey, you know, let's do this, and Spock's like, that's not logical. But like he's gonna go with it. He's not just gonna be like, no, I'm a sociopath. We're not gonna do that at all. Um, well, and Barry's not Spock. because it's it's illogical Barry's to do not that. Spock. If anything, Barry's data. Like like that's the way he was playing. It is more of like a data than a Spock. And I mean, like I'm not a Star Trek guy, but yeah, but data doesn't come across as, as nearly as much of a sociopath as, as Barry did in this know, episode. Sometimes he does. I mean, like, like sometimes <laughs> he does. Not always, but I mean, like, and we only got if you only got data for one episode when he was acting like a sociopath, then you know, then yeah, that's what you get. Yeah, I, I yeah, and I mean, like that's the thing. Like, I like, thought, that, like here's here's the deal. This provided an opportunity to see a very anti-Barry Barry. Like we, he's right. His his emotions, his heart has gotten him in trouble several times, and his like the the decisions that he made while we're like you know, you know when the kind of the call of like oh we're going to take the psychopath and we're going to put her on edge, and Barry's like they always do that to us. Like literally, and I was actually thinking like that is literally what every single supervillain has done to Team Flash is they get them thinking about something else and get them all up in their their feelings 
and then they go and they do the, the thing they actually want to do. So it's like, oh, no, we're going to turn the tables on them. I, I, you know, I thought that, you know, Sheldon Barry made a lot of sense from that standpoint. But, you know, two wrongs don't make a right. And but sometimes, I don't sometimes know. It just they do. Like, like <laughs> you, you can't say that. That's not logical. Sometimes they do. Look, look, two wrongs don't make a okay. right, but three lefts well, do. I don't know. It was just it was just something I I I wasn't expecting them to use that trope. Like I, I figured, like, why can't we have Barry get this new power and still be Barry and like, you know, think mm-hmm. smart and do all that kind of stuff and then not turn into a sociopath and uh, the whole I don't know, I, I guess the, the trope of like, you know, highly smart, intelligent people not having any emotion at all at all is just I, I just I don't like that. If like, I, I, I don't. Okay, so you you this is this has been an ongoing thing for you, too, because like. Generally speaking, you do not like you. You are, and I don't mean this in a negative way. You 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 are sensitive to when like nerds are portrayed in a negative light in media. You you. I remember when we actually reviewed the uh, the the you know the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot. You were really upset about the fact they made Donatello skinnier because he was smarter, right? Did I? Yeah. Oh yeah. That you had you you took big issues with the fact that like oh oh he's got to be skinny because he's like he's smarter. Like why why does he have to be scrawnier than the rest of them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh yeah, the nerd. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's it's coming back. I mean, to me I know now. you put that movie out of your mind. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have, I have scrubbed the corners of my mind yeah. for that. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's just you know, why, why do we have to rely on the tropes and stuff? Why can't we just say Barry smart? He retains his emotion. He gets this new power, and have have some other kind of conflict pop up. I don't know. It just, it just feels like, you know, it, it's like a misrepresentation of. Of, of, of uh-huh. that and i don't know it's okay yeah. man it's all right listen first of all you're not smart enough to really qualify for this anyway so i appreciate the fact that i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, i'm not saying that like you know i i'm i'm a super right. genius clearly <laughs> and, and i don't act like this so so this must be wrong no i don't know it just it just doesn't it doesn't feel yeah. real like it doesn't he did, it, you, know, you know feeling it, real is interesting because that that is one thing that there was um you know like <laughs> first of all grant's a great actor i don't i don't want to like besmirch him no he is but like we saw last week you know him having fun playing tom cavanagh's version of all of these harrison wells right and i I think it's safe to say by intention every single one was a bit over the top like none of them were perfect i don't know i i say that his um his 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 was hg wells no no what, what was the one that was like you know always with the drumsticks that was, HR. uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, it was HR, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 HR. His HR was pretty spot on, but like, like the rest of them, I thought like his, his French accent was so <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, you know, you know, he was, he was hamming it up and you do get the sense that maybe we got a little bit like additional ham here because it does. You're right. It was a little over the top to the point of kind of practically unbelievable. Like he was playing. It's like they said, Grant, you're a robot, and so he was a robot. Yeah, like, 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 you know, I, I, I it's just, it's just intelligence and, and sociopathy. I don't think. I mean, I'm, I'm not a neurologist. I don't know. I haven't studied this stuff. But like, I, I don't see why there always has to be this disc. Like the thinker, you know, same kind of thing. He's super smart, and he's like a sociopath. Like, I don't, I don't see why there always has to be this. Oh, the super smart guy um, doesn't have any sort of emotional connection with anybody. Because well, it's him. a comic book show, man. You got like, I you, know, look, I know. it worked I, for me, man. It worked, and I thought the ex- the excuse about how like the speed force connects to emotions as well 
was kind of a, a fun way to, to, to have fun with that trope and actually make it make sense in a kind of way and provide an opportunity for, and I don't want to jump ahead of things here, but like probably one of the most epic battle sequences that we've seen on the show to date. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll jump into that here in a minute. Uh, Iris, man, she is in the mirror universe, her power, like she is be kind of almost coming bonded with it as we've kind of predicted. Um, it does seem like maybe she might be heading to, you know, become the new mirror master to some extent. Um, given the fact that we know that Eva's end game now seems to be more about like, you know, uh, wanting to bring the mirror verse into our verse, our universe, or like maybe to merge the two. What, what, what did, well, let's start with this. What did you think? Like, where do you think Eva's going? Like, what do you think her end game is here? Like I, I, at the end of the episode, I wasn't quite sure. I was kind of thinking maybe she's trying to like steal someone's physical body and, and, and transmit her mind into it um, so that she can, quote you know be a real boy (laughs) or whatever um what was interesting though was in the description because the description uh for this episode you know she it was like ava decides to replace all of central city with mirror duplicate so i think like when she was that sort of clicked with me that made sense because she's sitting there and she's on the floor and she's like all you know i i'm 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 not real or you know whatever she was saying when she was like the manchu she was reciting that and whatnot and then she kind of like you know has a smirk and says but it can be and so yeah, I feel like the idea here is that by replacing everyone with mirror duplicates, then she will not be different and everything will be normal, right? Because she's a mirror duplicate, so is everybody else. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that that, that makes a lot of sense. So it's not as much about bringing the mirrorverse to our reality. It's actually more about like bringing, like creating mirror duplicates, replacing all of the real people with what she feels like like with with her people right right yeah like she doesn't uh, yeah because again my first thought was like she just wants to be real so she's gonna try and swap consciousnesses with a real person but now it seems more likely that no she just wants if she replaces everybody with a mirror duplicate um, especially if they're all under her control then no one will feel that she is uh, different and shouldn't be there or, you know, be concerned the fact that she's a meta or any of that kind of stuff. So it kind of solves all of right. her problems. Uh, it, it's a pretty big, it's a pretty big task, a pretty big undertaking, but uh, seeing as she can be in any reflective surface almost instantaneously, it uh, might not be too, too big of a problem for her. No, that's, that's really good. All right. I did. I, you know, I hadn't put that together, but that actually makes a ton of sense. Um, I mean, but that means we're going to end up with a lot of people. If that's the case, by next episode, theoretically, we're going to end up with a lot of people that are actually trapped in the mirror universe um, with kind of this, you know, uh, alt- like, you know, like theoretically speaking, is that OK? Or is it is it like is it like us? You know what I mean? Like, do you when when you're in there, are you tethered to your other person? I don't think we saw that before. Well, but I guess we are are seeing that you can't survive. Right. Like Singh and Camilla are not doing okay. Yeah, it, it seems like the method by which you go into the mirrorverse determines the outcome of what it does to you, right? Because, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> Iris, in, in her in her merging or whatever you want to call it uh, with the mirrorverse, instinctively knows that because they were brought there by the mirror, mirror gun, um, it's causing mm-hmm. a, a, a different effect on them. And so we saw this cop, uh, Daisy Corber, she got pulled into the mirrorverse. So nice. it's going to have a different impact on her. Same, same as Iris. It'll, her, her impact will be the same as Iris. And so, oh, interesting. Okay, huh? Yeah, yeah. And and so, um, and, and again, like Iris, 
Well, look at look at Ava though, because she wasn't she wasn't pulled in per se. She got she got kind of beat in, so to speak. When did she died? Like that's the other thing too. Is I'm kind of wondering if like is it is it possible that part of the reason why Ava Eva is able to like do everything and like exist in the way she has been able to and, and engage with the mirror verse in the way that she has been able to is because she doesn't have a duplicate because she is the duplicate. You know what I mean? Yeah, but she still kind of lost her mind. Um, well, or did she ever have it? She's the dupe. I don't. I don't. Mirror. Well, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. No, no, no. Because okay, she is right. the mirror version, right? Like, so she she got right. Her I, I, like her consciousness or something got pushed in there, got transferred in there, right? The reason why Iris is having such a hard time in there is because her physical self is in there. She was she's the real Iris in the mirror world, and so like everything right. being backwards and all that kind of stuff is like is like flipping her mind around and messing with her mind i think the reason maybe ava kind of went crazy is because she tried so hard to get out and she couldn't so it was just it's like a different kind of madness whereas like uh iris's mind is is sort of fracturing well okay if i may this might not be madness it could be sparta Yeah, well, that, that's right, that's uh, uh, that's that's how they should they should you know get rid of Mirror Master yeah. is you know the Flash or or, or or Iris even is like this is the Mirrorverse and like kicks her kicks her through the mirror or something like that. I don't know all the yeah. way through. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. Um, no, that's good. That's good. I hadn't thought about it from that standpoint. Um, but yeah, so we, you know we do see, of course, Barry uh, Sheldon Barry has figured out a means of getting her out. She's not going to do it because she is not going to abandon Singh and Kamala Camilla. Sorry. She's not going to abandon Singh and Camilla. And I am curious about this. Like at at first when they introduced the concept of, all right, so it's either her or them. Was this, and and this is probably going to be a theme, especially in these first few episodes here. Was this a means of offing some characters? Like, did we, did we, was this going to be like, oh, Barry killed like Singh. You know what I mean? Like that's, that ain't nothing. That's, that's, Singh's been with us since the beginning. He's he's a pilot character. <laughs> well, it, and Barry just killed it, him. But we needed to get rid of some people. Yeah. Well, like as soon as I heard, you know, this, so we can only take some of them out. I was like, okay, yeah, they're they're definitely getting rid of probably Singh, um, maybe Camilla and Singh. But I didn't like I I didn't think there was going to be like a no Barry Barry's not going to kill them right. Like I I feel like okay, so they got Iris out. I, I still think they're, they're, those two characters are up in the air, especially Singh. I, yeah. I think Singh, because he obviously, you know, he looked the worst when he were, they were meeting at the rendezvous point in the speed lab, right? Um, and so yeah. I feel like he might be, because he might have been in there longer. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think Singh's done for. Um, I, I think they're, I mean, and, and this is kind of speculation. I don't know if we want to. No, I mean, well, th- th- so here's the reality. This This episode requires almost everything because they left literally everything on a cliffhanger. Like, look, we, we got, we, we got the big one, right? We, we've got oh, the big yeah, speculation yeah, we're going to yeah. talk about, but I mean, like, like, you know, I think, I think this is fine. Like, I, no, we have to talk about this. We absolutely have to talk about this. Uh, everything from a standpoint of speculation, because literally that everything is speculation. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, uh, that said, I think, I think Singh's done for, um, I think they're going to get Camilla out maybe, um, in order to give a proper send off to her and uh, Cisco when they uh, inevitably leave. She's not a series regular, right? Like she was not one of the ones I know Allegra was and uh, Chester was, but I don't think that she was, uh, I'd have to look, I'd regular. have to look, but, and Sue was actually, I, I forgot about Sue, but like, she's supposed to, wasn't she named as a series regular? 
for this season? We're we talking about last season. Well, no, for for, for this, this season? season. Like, like wasn't when they were like naming everybody, including the cast of Fast and the Furious. Like, didn't we? I thought she was Maybe. one, but I could be wrong. Well, <laughs> what's interesting is, uh, is you know, it was mentioned. Uh, Ralph, Ralph, and Sue were mentioned. And they're like, oh yeah, they're 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 out. See, I think I think maybe I think she's not coming back. I think it's too difficult. Like I think we're gonna like brush Ralph under the. We're gonna pretend like oh, you, uh, like there's there's enough characters, there's enough going on right now that nobody's gonna nobody's gonna like who who like. Even people who Ralph was their favorite character probably have forgotten that he's on this show. I yeah, nah, I don't know, but I, I <laughs> all right, maybe that's too much. Maybe that's too much. I, I, I feel like there's there's just going to be a scene where it was like Ralph and Sue died on the way back to their home planet, like they did with uh, the the dog and the itchy and scratchy cartoons on The Simpsons. Right. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> it's it's going to be something like that, like or or Mash, you know, Ralph and Sue's, Sue's plane turned in over the Pacific. There were no survivors, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> That, I mean, yeah, that could be it. That yeah, but it. yeah. Uh, so, but, but Camilla, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like if she does go, that's that's going to be an exit for Cisco. Because if she goes, it's going to be like, you know, Cisco's going to be like, look, I can't, I can't do this stuff anymore. I can't be losing people that I love all the time. I'm not a super powered person. I, uh, you know, Chester can make all the tech. You, you have, you have yeah. a replacement for me. I'm going to go live my life and, um, you know, maybe not have everyone I love die. Yeah, well, you know that which, which, as you do, uh, Cisco back in this episode, which was great to see. You know, you mentioned that kind of sense of like like purpose or like kind of him trying to figure out like what, what why is why why are you still here? Um, because as you point out, Chester obviously does kind of facilitate that role, and even this week, Barry was like hardcore in the super genius department, making Cisco. And at first, you thought maybe Cisco's arc this episode was really going to be about him dealing with the fact that like, oh, Barry's smart now that used to be my thing, but yeah, clearly not. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was another thing too. I was like, well, you know, with Chester making gadgets and Barry telling Chester how to do all the math, it's like, uh, you know, Cisco can step aside or whatnot, but no, the Barry's not smart anymore. We got, we got Atlantean technology. Uh, of course, Cisco has, has been a kind of a, a super fan of Atlantis since uh, returning. And I feel like Atlant- Atlantean technology has kind of become the new like, oh, it was from Atlantis. So that's yeah, the OMG science is uh, just all all Atlantis. Yeah. Although he did have the quantum ball. Yeah, the quantum ball. Uh, uh, trademark pending. Trademark pending. Yeah. Which yeah. was I I uh I, I don't know how sellable that's going to be. It seems quite dangerous. I liked how that played out in the big final battle, but uh, I <laughs> I was reminded of a um uh I th- I think it's from the movie Black Dynamite um. But there's a scene where he's like going into this basement to fight these bad guys. And like you see him like bust in through the basement window and like he's fighting one dude. And then another guy like gets killed by like a ninja star. And he's like, I threw that bleep before I came inside. <laughs> like it just reminded me of Barry like throwing the ball and they're all trying to get him down. And he's like, You lost this before you even started. Then the ball comes back and knocks them all out. <laughs> right. Right. That was pretty yeah. cool. That was that that was that was pretty Yeah, sweet. that that was that was neat. Um I, I appreciated that. No, that was that was good. I, I you know I liked I liked that um, the the use of that the, uh, the the quantum ball coming back and uh, you know I, to, for me man it, it evoked a lot of um, you know uh, Jedi training kind of the Jedi remote type situation. Yeah, because it was a lot like you know predict where it's going to be. This power the the super speed thinking. Where did you think? What was your thoughts on that? Like, did you did you see kind of what was going on with that or? Like, well, let me put it this way. I saw that. I immediately thought it had more to do with him literally like looking to the future with the speed force as opposed to running a simulation. Um, 
I, I think he's just running scenarios in his head. Yeah, I mean, that's what they said. But to me, I don't know. Like, it was a little confusing at first because, like I said, I really I thought that we were getting, like, literally him. Okay, so we've seen different speedsters use the speed force in different ways. And I'm thinking specifically about how Nora could rewind time without traveling through time. You remember yeah, that? Yeah. So I thought it was something like that. Like instead of re instead of traveling to the future, it was almost as if he was like fast forwarding to the future and then rewinding back as opposed to literally traveling through time. So kind of like a reverse of what Nora was able to do. Yeah, that would be, that would be interesting. Um, but I, yeah, almost to the fact that I thought that maybe that was at play, except they kept on using the word simulation and he kept on acting like a robot. So I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't think that's where they're, where they're going for. I think it was just merely him thinking of every single possible scenario that he could think of. Yeah. You know, clearly he didn't think about which, which, which is so weird to me. He's like, he wouldn't even think about, Oh no, Cisco. And, and they, they surely wouldn't vote to do this. Like that was, that was kind of weird. Yeah, I got the explanation for it. I wasn't, I wasn't too torn. I mean, maybe, that. maybe Allegra would be like, uh, "Let's." Uh, she has bigger connection to Iris. Well, I guess she got a connection to Camilla too. Well, I think it's just the na- the nature of like what we got. I mean, it's the uh, he was thinking logically, right? Like, and he was trying to apply them because he couldn't process their emotion. So he was thinking that they would logically right. think, "Oh, two versus one." As opposed to thinking as he was thinking, which is like, okay, she has more information, therefore we need to go with her. But I think that he was even kind of clouding his own vision because even though he was saying he wasn't thinking emotionally, the reality is, you know, he was thinking emotionally. That you know, that he is thinking about it from the standpoint of like he he can make the argument that this is logical, but it's still Iris. Like he there is still more at play, even when his emotions are dialed down to like negative thirty two. I mean, we see that at the end where he's like when he realizes that everything went wrong. He, he he gets emotional, so he's not he's not completely devoid of emotion. Right. Yeah, but I think you know his problem with his simulation there in that particular case was that he was thinking that they would be thinking logically like he was, but they you know they clearly right. weren't because he couldn't couldn't process yeah. emotion, couldn't process yeah. emotion. And what I love though is that we do get you know a, 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 a contingency plan that uh, we see him play. Right. Oh uh, yeah, like the the uh, kind of like the, the the Batman, you know, in case the Justice League goes bad, I got to take everybody out. Plan. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Okay, so I, I've already alluded to it. This this was for me, and I'm I'm pretty sure this is the case. Like this was the the best, like the most epic fight sequence that we've seen on this series thus far. So yeah, and I think. Um, the one particular part that I love the most out of all of it. And, and it's one of my favorite scenes from justice league. Like say what you will about the movie. This one scene I thought was super cool. Um, and it was when the flash is going to go and try and hit Superman and he's running behind mm-hmm. him and like Superman's grabbing mm-hmm. and he like just turns around and looks at him. And then the flash is like, Oh crap. <laughs> no, that yeah, I don't care who you are. That, that was that awesome. Was, you can hate that movie and you cannot hate that. scene. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I, I got that vibe when Frost used the Velocity X because like, you know, he's Dude. sitting there and like, he, you know, he's starting to flash up and like you see the lightning and stuff. And then she's like, you know, sticking it and like she's tracking him with it with her eyes and stuff. And I was just uh-huh, like, oh, uh-huh. what's going on? And then you see the, the velocity and you're like, oh, no, it's about to go down. It's the okay, Frost okay, Force. Okay, okay, okay. The Frost <laughs> Force, man. Come on. That was awesome. That was absolutely incredible. All right. So, so. Mm. So the fact that they have this kind of contingency plan is pretty, pretty incredible. You almost kind of, you, you expect this, right? Like, 
that we'd have somebody like Cisco kind of ready to deal with a rogue flash, that this would be something he would have been planning for for some time. And as you mentioned, it's the tough love. They're not, they're not trying to kill him. They're trying to, you know, get him like the flat. He's one of those characters, right? There is a, a pseudo godlike ability to be able to control time in such a way and to be able to control speed in such a way that's like, okay, this, like the second you think this guy goes off, you have to treat it, treat it like it's an absolute certainty, not to quote justice. League, but you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be ready to handle your business because if he knows that you're onto him, then he's gone. Literally he's gone. He could be anywhere in on the planet or in time. So you got to handle this stuff with that tough love kind of quick. And it was cool to be able to see that enacted. Oh man, where, where do I even want to start with this? So it was great because it was obviously it was an emotional fight for everybody that was involved, but they were ready for it. I loved the fact that we got a chance to see Allegra. While obviously her dynamic with Nash was not my favorite plot line, I do actually like the fact that we get to see her utilizing some of Nash's gadgets. Yeah. Uh, one of the coolest things about that Wells was, you know, this kind of like Indiana Jones-esque kind of connection that he had to the multiverse and all of these different kind of crystals and magic and gadgets and science and and that sort of thing. It's cool to see her... If 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 that storyline leads to an Allegra that adopts some of those same practices, I think that makes a better character than Ethan both was. Because even though it was a cool fact, it was a cool thing that Wells had, he still wasn't my favorite Wells. And so seeing Allegra utilize some of that, I don't know, it kind of it kind of works for me. Um, but yeah, so Allegra in the fight. What would you? What were your thoughts? On uh, it was pretty neat. Like uh, the the little. Um um, it was cool seeing her, you know, wear Harrison's uh, um, or Nash's uh, little satchel thing and then like using the weird, I don't know what you call those, teleportation smoke bombs. Mm-hmm. I just crystals. Yeah. It was a yeah. crystal. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was, it was pretty cool. I, I liked it. I, I thought she did. I thought she, I mean, I think I, really she was underplayed by, uh, and, and Cisco really was as well by by Frost. I mean, let's. I mean, we're going to get, that's why I'm starting with, yeah, the, yeah, man, we're going to get there. We're um, going to get there. All right. All right. But yeah, cool, yeah cool, she, cool. she was cool. She was cool. She, she did the one, two combo of like, you know, knocking flash back into the speed lab. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And, yeah. and Cisco yeah, shot him. That was, I mean, that was pretty cool. He, he, he definitely shot. Now, if he had his vibe powers, mm, yeah, that would have been, been even cooler. Story. It would have been a different story, but he didn't. So he, he brought out, he brought a, a Harry. I think that was even um, Harry's gun. Wasn't it? Uh, Yes. Yeah, so I love that. Like you mentioned, you know, obviously last week, kind of the missing out of um, Cisco not being there for Harry, and we'll, we'll talk about the the kind of the funeral and the send off and the, you know, the the pseudo pseudo museum that we saw kind of at the beginning here in just a minute. But um, yeah, no, so he's he's busting out Harry's gun. So it is kind of you know just just as Allegra is utilizing Nash's, um, you know, Nash's uh, uh, kind of legacy weapons, we see Cisco using Harry's legacy weapons. So we see kind of a return with all of these characters utilize, utilizing things that we've seen from past seasons, um, a, a continuation of the technology, even like, you know, referencing the thinker earlier on, we see kind of a, a continuation of the use of, you know, we, we don't forget things that happened in previous seasons. We actually utilize a lot of those technologies. I mean, unless it's like, you know, Singh's husband or Joe's daughter, or you know, like those, like we, we see a lot of things being used. I say daughter. No, no, I'm sorry. Uh, um, uh, uh, goodness. Sorry. Cecile. Cecile's yeah. daughter. And then Joe, and actually Joe and Cecile's kid on top of that, yeah. the baby. So like, oh, there, there are you know, some, some people that we forget about, but in terms of the technology, we never forget about technology. And so it was, it was great to see that. It was great to see that come yeah, back. Absolutely. So, um, uh, anything else happening? Yeah, let's we'll talk about, about it. it. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. So first of all, we get a chance to see the velocity coming coming into play again. A, a continuation, by the way, throughout this episode 
of the blue lightning implying an artificial connection to the speed force. Not only did, of course, we see a continuation of Velocity utilizing it in the same way with uh, Killer Frost, which looked amazing with her power set. Yeah. Can't wait. Man, this was incredible fight sequence. But to jump ahead a little bit, we also saw that coming into play when Barry lost the artificial speed force. It was not white. It was not white lightning. It was not yellow lightning. It was blue lightning that was going all around him, communicating that disconnect, that fictional or not fictional, but that that false connection to the speed force, a rejection of any kind of speed force even being present. And so we see this like I'm you know, sometimes like we've talked about, we've speculated about the lightning colors and how that kind of comes into play. And like, you know, this is kind of how we see it, but maybe we're wrong. And, and I've questioned myself in the past. No, I, I never felt stronger on the whole concept of what blue lightning means on this show. I, I think the um, writers actually listened to our podcast and they're like, you know, what? that's really good. Let's 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 run with that. And, well, and they kept you know, it consistent throughout, obviously, you know. Obviously, that's exactly what they do. Yeah, yeah because why? Why? Which it's it's our podcast. You can <laughs> um, no, that's no nobody's listening to this podcast anymore. Uh, but except for all of you, glorious <laughs> listeners. Yes, yes, yes. Y'all are the ones. Y'all are the y'all are the, the chosen. chosen. You you have yes, you have survived to listen listen to this show. <laughs> um, but no, dude, Killer Frost injecting velocity. Get like Speedster Frost, the Frost Force. Thoughts? I uh, thought it was super cool. thought it looked awesome. She, you know, was using her powers in super speed because, like, you know, she's built ice walls and stuff before, but they were built in normal time. And now mm. in flight, like, in, in, we had some flash time moments there where she's, like, building stuff super fast, which I thought yes. was pretty cool. Yes. Um, shooting lightning frost bolts. That was super cool. Yeah. Like, it was just, you know, running up buildings and stuff. She, she got the hang of it real quick, too, it seems. Yeah, well, and we saw that with Iris as well, right? There is like, you know, and, and to some extent, we saw it even with Barry when he first got super speed. It's not that hard to figure out. There's some aspects of it that are a little bit more difficult, like phasing through things or, uh, you know, one imagines hurling lightning, although she got that. You know what? You're right. She got a lot of this stuff figured out pretty quick, didn't she? Well, like I, I would figure like if I immediately just randomly got super speed and I wanted to test it out, I think stopping, slowing down, changing direction, stuff like that would be pretty difficult. Yeah, no, this, this, I, I, I mean, it was for Barry when he first started. He ran into the laundry truck, remember? Yeah, but she's been with him for the training. I'm, I'm fine with the fact that she's able to pick it up. No, no, I, th- yeah, I think it's cool. I, I think it's cool. Yeah. And, and I agree. Like, I, it's, and it tracks as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, I'm sure she's got a lot of experience with Flash. And so she may, you know, have gleaned some information on like how to do that. So yeah, it's no, no biggie. Right. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. Okay. So we, and the, the cool thing was that she was able to utilize not just his powers, but also her powers, or at least not just the speed, but also her power as well. Um, which now that was probably the biggest thing that I was trying to kind of wrap my head around because it was kind of communicated early on, especially with captain cold, the notion that like, like, like frost is, and I don't mean frost the character. I mean like just the cold power, like the, the utilize utilization of like freezing things is something that is kind of supposed to shut off the flash to some extent. It's supposed to be, or was supposed to be at one point anyway, kind of like his kryptonite, which is why Captain Cold was such a kind of a a threat. Yeah, you remember this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you know, it's sort of his antithesis, right? Like that's it's 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 sort of always been like that. But I th- I think it's different with Frost because uh, she's a meta uh, and like she's immune to her own okay. cold, right? So cold doesn't mm. affect her. Um, she's immune to her own power set because otherwise, you know, it, it wouldn't be very good to have any sort of powers. Well, it wasn't even less, it wasn't less about like, you know, that the speed being impacted by, or the cold being impacted by the speed. I guess it was, 
the 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 notion that like her getting the speed would would shut well I, yeah no i mean like that's well, fair. i don't know that was just one i had to the kind of wrap my head around a little bit well right like you know the speed gun barry gets shot with a speed gun like it freezes him in place slows him down slows down his metabolism or whatever right um frost getting mm-hmm. shot by a cold gun wouldn't do anything to her because her she's a meta who's adapted to cold okay so basically she as a speedster could not be beaten by captain cold with a speed gun whereas the flash could Oh, okay, okay. All right, that that's interesting. Okay, that that makes sense. Okay, all right. I'm checking yeah. with you now. Yeah, fair be- enough. Because like you know, a normal, a nor- like Barry without uh, the speed force getting shot with a cold gun would freeze, just like Barry with the speed force shot with a cold gun would freeze. Whereas Frost wouldn't, because she's a cold hmm. villain, right? Like, or she's a, a cold hero, I guess. In this point, so she's incredibly overpowered. Like she's way yeah. Open. So she's she's totally <laughs> OP in in this in this moment. Like her with speed powers is like the ultimate. Like you, I mean, how do you stop her? Just, just wait yeah. for the velocity to turn around, I guess. Yeah, I was about to say, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to run out eventually. Interesting. All right, fair enough. No, I thought it was good, man. I, it, it excited me for how we might see that in play in the future. One imagines that there's a reason why, you know, we use that, we use that concept sparingly. The notion that anybody can become a speedster, at, you know, with an injection. And um, so I, I, I love the way that it worked out. I think it, I think it was great. And even like at the very end when she was kind of running on fumes, we saw her like lightning up on one hand and then freeze up on the other hand. I just, I thought it was awesome, man. I, it, I did not expect that to happen ever in the series and probably one of the coolest things that's, that's happened. So yeah, well it, it was super cool. Uh, thought it was uh, very well executed as far as like the CG and stuff like that goes. And yeah, it was great. It was wonderful. A lot of fun. So before we jump to the end, man, I want to I want to toss it back to the beginning. We had kind of this pseudo funeral for all of the various Wells that we've seen in the past. And it's taking place in kind of this memorial room where we have a lot of costumes from before. Uh, we you know, we, you could see like Fireside or um, Firestorm rather back there. You've got, um, you know, it, it almost kind of feels like a mini flash museum. Kinda? I got big flash museum vibes from it for sure, but it's more like a flash yeah. uh, uh, mausoleum. <laughs> Cause everyone in there's well, dead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like a fallen heroes type of situation yeah. for sure. But I, I thought it was cool. It was nice to, it was nice to see that. It was nice to kind of see all that at play and, and that sort of thing. I, I am curious. Was, do you think that, I mean, like, I feel like we've asked this question before, but do you, do you feel like this is an indication that one day we might see the Flash Museum? We've been asking that question since the freaking season one. So yeah. I I think we so, will. I so mean, we have seen it. Know. We have seen it. We've seen it in the uh, Nora episodes. Yeah, but like, that's the thing. We've seen it in the context of, you know, the future. It's like, you know, this is going to happen, but will we ever actually Probably see it Probably in the last season. You think in the last season. So that's, that'll be one of those. It's like when, when Barry's creating Gideon. No, I guess he created Gideon this season. When he created Micro Gideon. Yeah, that's right. He created Micro Gideon. All right. Fair enough. So we'll, 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 we might see it in the last season, the Flash Museum. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I'm just, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. We did, we did, um, you know, it's impossible to see any kind of like, you know, statues of fallen heroes and not think, and at least in this series and not think of, of the Flash Museum, but I think it is also a reminder that, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, the, the hero work is, is not easy and it does take its toll. And, it, and you know, there are those that die and, and go away and, and pass in, in the service of the hero work. Uh, some of them, you know, have kind of these great and powerful, you know, uh, uh, superpowers and others are just, you know, really smart, smart people that kind of are thrust into 
the, uh, the, the call to action that they received across the multiverse and in the end have to lay down their lives so that the flash can get, I guess, smart for like a, an episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so, uh, yeah. you know, uh, I just, I just put that together. Yeah. All those wells have sacrificed themselves, uh, for only all of their hard work to be erased one episode later. Oh, oh, completely erased. Yeah, try not to think about that oh, too man. much. Oh, man, I, I wish I, wish I, had, I wish I hadn't said happened. anything. I would have just glazed over that and like not even realized it. But yeah, absolutely. The, the Wells has sacrificed themselves for literally zero reason. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, no, that's 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 accurate. But no, it wasn't for zero reason, man. Like that's that's the thing because, well, you know what? That's going to bring us to this week's Speedster Speculation. All right. The Wellses did not sacrifice themselves for no reason because... We got him, ladies and gentlemen, the original, the OG Harrison Wells. And I don't mean H. Geobard. I mean the dude that H. Geobard offed that we haven't really even seen, but for like one scene in a flashback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Harrison Wells returns. Well, okay, hold on. We, we saw him in a flashback, and then we saw his corpse when Cisco exhumed it. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, that was gross. No, so that's but that's the thing, right? So we've got uh, so after Barry destroyed the artificial speed force, we get those tachyons or whatever they are, the the green the green particles that all the Wellses became in order to power the thing. All of those go and they reconstitute in Earth Prime as the Earth One version of Harrison Wells, uh, assuming that he now. I mean, I don't. I think because of the way that everything kind of went down. I think the assumption here is that he's not Mega Wells. Mega Wells is dead. We saw the death of Mega Wells. Yeah, but like the the particles but, were were not that color. They weren't green. Weren't they like weren't they yellow? No, they were green, man. The particles that reanimated um, uh, Earth One Wells were, but I'm saying the particles that the Council and Nash gave off when he was grabbing the the thing, like it was kind of like orangey yellow. And I thought they were green. Now, in all fairness, man, I don't always have like the best like uh, connection in television. You know quality I'll, I'll have to go back and uh, look in fact even because i'm not for some reason i i rec- and, and like no they were, were they red they were red i don't think so i because if they were red that would have given me like some like strong like eobard vibes i don't think they were red i'm pretty sure they were green you know what? this is one of those things so you know occasionally we get flack for for not being prepared uh but this is all speculation you're not supposed to come to speculation prepared uh, but y'all, y'all correct us let us know which which, which one they were I, I i interpreted that this is this is just how i interpreted it that that was the release of the same kind of energy, you know, multiversal energy that the Harrison Wells or the Council of Wells gave their lives for. And since Barry destroyed the artificial speed force, it re-released that energy, which like came and basically resurrected the original Harrison Wells of this earth. The, the Harrison Wells essentially of earth. Prime. Yes, I, I agree with you. That um, was, that was what I took away from that. I just thought it was weird because I thought the colors were, or the, the, the particles were a different color. And that's, that's what kind of weirded me out. I was like, well, clearly I think that's what they're trying to represent here. I thought the colors were a different color and maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I wouldn't be the first time. Definitely won't be the last. Yeah, I would. It would definitely wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> so the implication here, I, I, I'm a little confused because it, you know, it, it, you know, said once upon a time, right? Like, so that, that scene was literally a flashback to when that happened, when that occurred on this earth, which also kind of, by the way, confirms that on earth prime, you know, a continuation of the confirmation that on earth prime things pretty much happened the exact same way they happened in season one. Right. Like there's very, very little difference overall. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it said once upon a time. Ooh. So uh, I guess that mm. it didn't say 
20 years ago. It said once upon a time. Well, maybe that's, uh, it could be just them giving themselves an out if they need to, they need to crisis some stuff. Yeah. And that was also interesting too. the once upon a time. I was like, Hmm, that's, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because so the, the, uh, my, my guess here is that that earth doesn't live anymore for like current actions to have implications on a pre crisis earth one. You know what I mean? Like that has to be, that has to be this earth's history. Yeah. Unless they're about to like, you know, be like, oh yeah, by the way, the multiverse still exists. Well, I think they are about to be like the multiverse still exists. Well, the multiverse does still exist. Right. It's just none of the characters on the show know it. Well, not yet, but they will. That's happening. That That's definitely going to happen at some point. But so, yeah. all right. But here's my question. Does, did that happen? Cause this is what I was a little confused on. Did that happen? Did he, was he reconstituted in the past or in the, the present? See, that was my question too. And um, I, I think he was reconstituted in the present because it wouldn't make sense for him to uh, um, the particles weren't there in the past. And granted, time travel rules are different depending on, you know, what show or movie or whatever you're watching or episode. But, sure. <laughs> or episode. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. I think he was reconstituted the moment Barry destroyed the uh, ASF. Okay, so I that makes the most sense, but given the fact they never actually stated that, and it kind of left us at the once upon a time moment, it's kind of a little to it's it's a little up in the air, right? Well, I was halfway expecting them to do something like you know they showed the the corpse in the in the in the shallow grave, they showed uh, the reverse flash burying it, hmm. and then the camera you know panned down to like ground level, and you saw that the things reanimate wells, right? And I kind of thought that. Um, they would have shown like a sort of passage of time kind of thing, maybe shown yeah. like, you know, overgrowing rocks or whatever, but it looked exactly the same. So I don't know. Huh. You if- know, the, there's a, there's a speculation that this was the, this was going to be the series finale cliffhanger as opposed to like, you know, whatever episode this, you know, theoretically would have fallen into at the time without them beating Ava. Really? Yeah, I think so. I think that's, that's, that's my understanding. Well, I mean, again, this is I a theory. I don't, I, I'm not saying that it's accurate. I'm just saying that there are people out there that are saying that, um, this, this was going to be how the, the, how they were going to leave us at the end of the season. Probably this scene. Yeah. 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 Cause this scene wasn't connected to the rest of the episode at all. Right. Exactly. And well, since, I mean, we're getting so many cliffhangers. You, you get the sense that we are kind of seeing what we knew was going to happen, which is like a, a com- combination of several different episodes kind of being like forced into one. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff that's, that, that's been cut around. I feel. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, this in particular is one of them, but yeah, like I, I, I think the cliffhanger that we saw there, I don't think that's going to come back. Um, I don't think we're going to see Wells in, in, uh, in the next episode. Uh, it, eh, I don't know. Cause they've recut a lot of these episodes. Like they're not, they're not what they, they once were. I think it'd be a major disappointment if that was the case. I think at the very least we have to have something at the end of the episode teasing it. Yeah. I, I, he's not going to show up until the teaser at the end of the episode. And okay. that's going to set up, um, episode four, for being the the, the, the new stuff, peace. the new yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sun Man's gonna show up or yeah. Solar Solar Man, a Nuclear Man, whatever his name is, the uh, Nuclear Man. <laughs> yes, I'm molecular. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that's I, good. I don't think we're gonna see him again. I think that was a teaser just to kind of like you know tease it out, right? And I think we might um, the the cliffhanger we're gonna get there is gonna be at the end of what was supposed to be last season season finale, which is going to be episode three of this season. Okay. 
So Abe is going to be defeated. Everything's going to be good. We're going to say, I mean, maybe, maybe we'll say our goodbyes or whatever. And then Harry's going to show up at the end and they're going to be like, what? And then we're going to have the lead into the, the new episodes for this season. Yeah. The, the post COVID. I mean, I, I do, I stand by the, the assumption that we're getting, we're already getting some post COVID like bits intertwined in some of these episodes. Yeah. I think they've we'll, shot some new scenes and like weaved them in and stuff. Yeah. So, but we'll, we'll be heading in that direction. Okay, cool. Well, I'm, I'm excited, man. Like I'm, it's going to be, it's going to be great because we kind of get a character that I feel like a lot of people think they know, but we really just don't, we don't know anything about this Harrison Wells. My guess is he'll be very similar to, to, you know, uh, HG Abard, um, in terms of kind of the acting portrayal. I, I get the sense that, you know, obviously, uh, Eobard kind of based his portrayal of Harrison Wells from what he knew of the original Harrison Wells of his timeline. So theoretically speaking, this will seem like a familiar character to a lot of these, to a lot of the characters that we know. Um, and I, I'm excited, man. Like the one true Wells has returned. It's it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens. But uh, one way or the other, we're, we're looking forward to exploring it with y'all. Absolutely. Hey, this is Patrick Sabongi and you're listening to Flash TV Talk. Hi, ma'am. Uh, some uh, listener feedback thoughts. I uh, got some tweets in from uh, from folks. Let's see what all we had here. Uh, let's see. Steve is saying Grant has been so many different characters in the last two episodes. What a wide range of good work. Uh, yes, absolutely. We also have uh, Mari tweeting in saying bring Wells back now. Uh, P.S. Grant Grant's comedy acting skills in episode one, though, was incredible. A lot of, lot of uh, crying emojis with happy laughter. Uh, <laughs> yes, I just watched today the first two episodes of season seven. Sorry, Mari, don't don't apologize for that. This this is a great time. Like those are two very bingeable episodes. So well yeah, done, very much. Uh, D Flash says obviously the original pre Flash Crisis Wells won't know who Barry Allen uh, is. Now that's that's a good point actually. We yeah, very good this, point. This person is going to come in. Think about it. Actually, this is the guy that like founded Star Labs that Barry now owns. You know what I mean? Like, and if we can yeah, assume he's gonna be like, that give me least, back my company, he's going to be like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, this is, this is mine now. Like, and, and if we can assume that at least a majority of what we've seen on screen is part of earth prime, he's, he's a, he's wanted for murder. <laughs> so I mean, I, like, that's that they, they got to address some stuff. He, like he's actually, he's confessed. Like this was the one that confessed. Theoretically. I, I, I don't think that stuff is stuck because I don't think they're going to have him because they had the device from earth Two to like change his face. I don't think they're going to bring that stuff back. No, no, that's they're They're going <laughs> to, the I think for his arrest is with the baby and you know, Cecile's daughter and, and Joe and, uh, and Singh's husband. They're all hanging out together. Yeah, like I, I, I think yeah. never to be referenced again. <laughs> I, I think Oliver was like, you know what? Um, this is going to be too difficult to deal with uh, in season seven when they bring back uh, the OG Harry. So let's just, let's just hand wave that stuff away. It's just, it never happened. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Travis is saying great acting by Grant, uh, Grant Gustin on the gradual change of his personality to being almost robotic in his thinking. Yes, I agree. I think he did. Um, he did like it was kind of the transition. In, in my mind, he went from kind of a Spock to a data to use Bell's analogy from earlier. Um, yeah. You, know, you don't. You just. You disagree? Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, you're still. You're still better. You're still, still better. They went with that trope. No, that's fine. I'm that's still fine. Uh, well, great thoughts, guys. Thank you all so much. And hey, we want to encourage all of y'all to head over to iTunes, write us a review. Uh, it's a great way to help the show, especially now that we are back, baby. So if you're enjoying it, uh, that is a great way to let us know. 
Uh, again, head over to iTunes, write us those reviews. We'd love getting your thoughts and your feedback as well. You can follow us on the Twitters at Flash TV Talk. But if 280 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at flash at podastery.com. That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y dot com. And for a lot of other great stuff, head over to Facebook.com slash Flash TV Talk. That's right. We got a Facebook page, and that's what it is. Facebook.com slash Flash TV Talk. And as always, special thanks to Charlie Bach for Brides music for our show. You can check out the rest of his awesome stuff at SoundCloud.com slash Charlie Bach. Also, if you like good TV talking podcasts, head over to TVTalk.fm where you will find us and some of our friends. And if you enjoyed all of this, so don't worry, we'll be back in a flash. Yeah, I said that in kind of a weird way, but that's all right. I'm sticking with it. I'm, I'm, I'm stand, standing taut. Right. And scene.